feel that it's um, very important, very uh, needed for me to kind of throw myself into the deep water for you guys because um, honestly, it's not that I'm not um, respecting you and it's not that I'm not appreciating you, but I also see how much you struggle and I see your pain and I see your confusions and I can see how um, even shallow water can be very like uh, scary and like um, overwhelming for you in some situations. And I, I feel like kind of um, that I am being pushed to, to remove the curtain for you a little bit, like to, to sh shed some light um, upon you guys, because it seems to me like, um, like in certain aspects, we're not reaching our goals. So it's time to, to break the ice and to just like break through and to get inside into those deep waters. And I think that, um, that I'm the man for the job. I think I can. Uh, I, I think I can assist somehow because I know my history and I know in in which like complex, blocked, and sealed situations I was. Uh, I was in my own personal journey, and I remember what helped me, and it was um, never my rabbi. Uh, never my wife, never my parents, never my friends, and uh, also never the Torah, and uh, never the prayers to Hashem. And I will explain to all you guys that are now Rav Dror, the heretic. Oh man, Rav Dror. Yeah, those idiots, they were right. Listen, guys, I'll tell you. Do you remember that when Moshe was standing with the people of Israel in front of the Red Sea. And the Egyptians, the evil Egyptians were on their tail coming to kill them all. So Moshe stood in prayer and called Hashem and said, please Hashem, save us. So Hashem turned to Moshe and told him, what are you calling me? Why are you calling me? Tell the children of Israel to move, to start walking, walking into the Red Sea. Like Hashem told him, it's not the time to pray. It's the time to walk. Now, first of all, now maybe if your brain is not too full with um, heavy metals, uh, from, from four vaccines and planning to take the fifth and uh, eating everything with, um, with, with uh, foil and, uh, and um, boiling aluminum in your own houses. So maybe you can still grasp some information that we're talking about without all the fluoride in your water. If you're still uh, breathing, if you can take off your masks for a second, I'm trying to pass a certain message here. Try to listen. Okay, so listen. 
here I just brought you an evident why there are times that Hashem is not your salvation, that the Torah is not your salvation, that Moshe Rabbeinu is not your salvation, that your rabbi is not your salvation, that your wife, your, your soulmate is not your Like They can be very helpful in other issues in your life. But when we are talking about bringing down wonders to the world, no one can do for you what did you need to do long life no one in the world can help you to bring down the light that you are appointed on bringing and delivering it exposing and revealing it out to the world it's your mission you need to do it but yes hashem no no hashem no torah no tefillah, nothing. What, so what is, what should I do? You need to go. Where to? To the unknown. Hashem said to Abraham Avinu, you should leave the house of your parents, the house of your father, and to go find yourself to the land that I'm going to show you. Okay, when? No, when. Where? Somewhere. Somewhere over the rainbow over the rainbow, like, where is it? Where can I find it? You will, if you will keep on searching for it. Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, it's not the time to pray for salvation, it's the time to walk. Walk where? There was a Red Sea in front of them that you cannot cross. There were bears to their right, lions to their left, Egyptians riding on crazy horses with spears and swords and bows and arrows to their back what 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 where moshe is supposed to take the people of israel to where to hashem realized that moshe is stuck between all the obstacles all the dangers all the risks and the people of Israel are under his responsibility. So it's not only that he's commanding Moshe, okay, throw yourself into the fire. For Moshe, it's easy. Moshe did things like that. But now he's commanding Moshe to take all the people of Israel into the deep water. This is an impossible thing to do. A person, how will a person take responsibility? on drowning millions of people into the sea. Like, you can't take a decision like that. So Moshe, like any other normal, faithful, full of faith person, is standing on the peak of a mountain, lifting his arms in the air, and calling Hashem, please Hashem, save us, please Hashem, help us. Like, what do you want me to do? To kill them? To feed the bears? To feed the lions? To feed the Egyptians? To feed the sea? Like, what do you want us to do? And Hashem told him, tell B'nai Israel, tell the people of Israel that they should start going. That is the explanation. It's not Moshe, you should go. It's Moshe, you should tell them that they should go. So that's what I'm trying to tell you today. You should go. Like you should start doing things and stop waiting for your salvation. I am standing in my own personal life in challenges with no end, in, in situations that normal, decent, stable people would tear their 
eyes out from pressure and stress and, and like lack of options. Like, what do we do? Okay, so what are we doing? Okay, so how should I act? Like no answers. And not only that there are no answers, also, there are no answers to your followers. There are no answers to the ones who are seeking for an answer, for salvation. And you're standing in a position that like, okay, I'm going to answer your questions. And I do know the answers. I can answer your questions. It's like, no problem. I asked enough questions in my life that I can give an answer. That is not the problem. The problem is that the answer won't answer. Because you need to find the answer. Like I can hand you a million keys, but you, you haven't found the lock. Like you don't know what to do with it. You get the key. Yeah, I, I got a key now. And I'm still like sobering my, my brain from, from the smoke. So it's like, man, you need to take yourself together and start testing your skills start marching towards Zion, start bringing the complete redemption. And it depends in the public of Israel. It's not depend in this righteous man or that righteous man or the leader of that group or that uh, uh, organization or like nonsense. It's like, it's not depend in one person. If like, and now for a short pause, if you think that it depends in your rabbi or that rabbi or the other rabbi, and you can say, oh, yeah, Rabbi Nachman of Weslev. Oh, yeah, the Rabbi Michabad. Oh, yeah, the Chafetz Chaim. Oh, yeah, the Chosemi Lublin. Oh, yeah, Rabbi Yosef Karor, the Ariya Kadosh. I don't mind. You can mention all the names in the world. I tell you wrong answer. And why? Not because there is any lacking with the Lubavitcher Rebbe or with Rabbi Nachman of Weslev or the Chosemi Lublin or Rabbi Yosef Karo of the Shulchan Aruch. No lacking with those guys at all. Perfect, amazing people. Brilliant, holy, gigantic, fantastic. No issue with them at all. But first of all, they lived their lives and they have not bring the redemption yet, right? Like we're here. And the 770 is still empty, and the Tzion in Uman is still empty, and like a salvation still did not arrive. And also, that in earlier generations, we had other people that were also super awesome and great, like Moshe Rabbeinu, like Yoshua Binun, like Jeremiah the prophet, like, like, like Yonatan Ben Uziel, like Hilela Zaken, like Rabbi Akiva, like Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Guys, the salvation did not arrive through them as well. It means that the salvation will not come from righteous people who lived in the past. It will not. Maybe their gigantic merits are adding up and definitely pushing our wagon forward toward its goal and for the right direction. Yes, thank you. But... The final push will have to be by us or by our children if we're not going to push. But it must happen in the days of the last generation. The redemption will take place in the days of the last generation, not of an earlier generation. So something depends on us here. 
So it cannot be that a person will sit alone in his home with his books and will try to figure out a way how to convince his wife to keep Shabbat or to talk to his uh, girlfriend. Maybe she will convert or thinking about how he will start guarding his eyes tomorrow because tonight he's still having a certain event that most definitely he cannot guard his eyes in this wonderful event. He must search to all the potential spouse in this night's event. So tomorrow he will hopefully start guarding his eyes. This is all not fulfilling your destiny and not achieving your goals and compromising on real medium, super warm, cool, very low in energy, intention and passion for life and for great success, like almost zero, almost zero. If you want to achieve something in life, it's time for you to work. It's time for you to understand that no one's going to help you and that you're on your own and that you should start like pushing forward. And if you want to do it through prayer, so do it through prayer. So you now start being crazy with your prayers and like really grab Hashem and like bring him over in your conversations with him and not like, Please, Hashem, we need the redemption. We're all here, like uh, around the bonfire, waiting for you to redeem this. Please. Oh, it was such a nice session of prayer. No, this is not what we do. That's not how you bring the redemption. That's not the way. The way to bring the redemption is not by singing Kumbaya together. It's like it doesn't work. And not even by sitting together and singing no, it's very nice. It's an amazing song written by King David from Sefer Tehidim. Beautiful theme, amazing music, nice singers. It was a great event. Everyone were walking barefoot in a festival. It was fantastic. We were Mekablim Shabbat with great joy. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. It's better than to join the, the, the rainbow cult and go naked barefoot in the, in the Amazonas. Yeah, definitely. But guys, listen, that's not how you bring the redemption. You want to bring the redemption? You need to throw yourself into the deep water and start bringing the redemption. You need to shake some oaks. You need to to carve some ways. You need to break some mountains. And if you can't do it yourself, I'll tell you, your issue is that you do not believe in yourself and you don't estimate your powers enough. You think that someone else was stronger than you and you're very weak. So let me refresh your memory. All those giants that you refer to them as the greatest, that they are the stronger ones than you, they all died and you are here. They all passed away and you're alive. They still have not bring the redemption and you are here with the potential of doing something that they have not succeeding doing. So don't give up so fast. 
because it can be that the leader of the captain of the of the boat, the, the, the commander of the team, will choose the most bent and skinny one, the one who looks like like coals, like ashes, and, and give him the key and tell him, go break the code. Like while we, the strong ones are fighting here, go run. Because you're a fast runner, because no one will see you, because you have the color of, of, of soil, because like you look like hell. It doesn't matter why and from which reason. The commander of the mission can tell you that you are appointed on finishing the job because you're not Jewish, because there were issues with your conversion, because you're a Baal Tshuva, because that you still wake up in the middle of the night thinking that you're in a rave party in the undergrounds of, uh, of Manhattan. No problem, but wake up. You should realize the maker is the one to bring redemption and he can choose you. And if you haven't chose one yet, it might be you. And if there's no one else to replace you because you don't see no one running and bringing the redemption, so you need to catch the key and start running. So one is able to make videos like me and I'm talking and I'm speaking and I'm reaching out to people. Great, that's part of my talents. I'm using it as much as I'm able to. Maybe you have different skills that are needed as well. Maybe when you drink a cup of water and you say, you can make wonders. Do you know that there are stories on Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera that when he was saying, like women that could not give birth for, for, for years, suddenly they, they, they were able. Like there were wonders taking place. Like if, if there was a person that by opening the, the, the curtain for Sefer Torah, a righteous man, he 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 turned off a whole fire from a whole village, and there are testaments on that. The problem is that you do not appreciate yourself, and you cannot give yourself a chance even to say, no, maybe I can do it. No, it's like always obvious, I'm zero, I'm, a, I'm lazy, I'm a bump, I'm nothing, I can't do it, look at me, I'm not even this, I'm not even that. I'm not tall enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not modest enough, I'm not praying enough, I'm not kosher enough, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. You are cutting your own branch. You are depressing yourself. You are crushing your own self-esteem and drowning yourself in your own sadness, in your, in your Yetzirah's advice and, 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 and negativity. And you're just drying yourself, droughting yourself, and taking away any kind of hope. And there's no reason in the world that you won't succeed. You look at the mirror and you say to yourself, oh man, I'm so ugly. Oh man, I'm so stupid. And if after 120 years, when you're going to go up to heaven, you're going to see a, a person with similarity to your portrait, that will be phenomenal. And you're gonna ask, who is it? And if you're a woman, they're gonna tell you, oh, that's Sarah Imenu. Oh no, that's Rivka Imenu. Oh no, that's Rachel Imenu, that's Leah. Like, how do you know? Do you know that Leah Imenu did not look like 100, like 99.9% exactly like you? Similar, like, boom, like you. Do you know? You don't know. And if you're a man, 
Do you know that Avraham Avinu, that Elijah the prophet, that Elisha the prophet, that Jeremiah the prophet, that Moshe Rabbeinu, that Yahshua Binur, they did not look like you exactly that Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Meir Balanes, or Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, he had wider brows. It's like, what, how do you know? You don't know anything. And you're still criticizing yourself and still hating yourself and still blaming yourself and still downgrading yourself and still feeding your own sadness with empty claims, with empty conclusions that are coming only based on negative criticism that you've been fed up with since your childhood and your parents as well and their parents as well and their parents as well for generations that the evil inclination is breaking the spirits of the souls that has the potential to bring redemption he found the trick what's the trick to tell them that they don't have the key while they are carrying it as a necklace. Like it's them, it's your fingerprint and they will tell you, no, you can't. And you're gonna look at your finger and gonna say, hey, there's a match, I can, I can use it. No, you can't, oh, I can't, no, you can't. Oh, no, you can't, okay, no, I, I won't. And, and like from one day to the next, you're giving up. Start walking with your hands in your pocket, you have like, the most shaming finger in the world, like, oh, my fingerprint, the worst, like no chance in the world, like why? Why? Hashem shomeat filat kol Hashem accepts the prayer of any mouth. Now, what do you want to say? That you don't have a mouth? Hashem is close to everyone, to everyone who will call him with truth. Now, what's your problem? To say the truth, what, you don't know the truth? Say, I feel like hell, I hate myself, that's my truth, and I need help. That's the truth. Okay, so what's the problem? Hashem is close to you now. Now when he's close to you, hey, man, grab him, hold him. Tell him, listen, we need the salvation, we need the redemption, we need you to save us. People are praying each other, people are eating each other alive, like we need salvation now. Please, Hashem, please, please do it now. Like, go crazy on Hashem. And if you won't, so don't complain that nothing works for you, because you're lazy, you don't move. Oh, yeah, right, I'm so lazy. Okay, so stay there. I don't understand. Why, why aren't you all in, in, in Cali? You all need to go to, to the valley in Cali. Like, what's going on, guys? Wake up. You don't want to achieve things in life. You just like, you want to be stuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here. What's that? With any tool in your hand, you can make wonders. Like we saw so many movies, we saw, we heard so many like stories on people who made wonders. We saw like live examples from so many people who achieved such great things by using nothing. Like Abraham held soil from the ground, he took it and threw it, and it became bows and arrows and spears and knives. Now, maybe you don't believe in Hashem. Maybe, maybe. 
Maybe for you, it's not, oh, no, that's Hollywood. No, it's not Hollywood. It's 3,000 years before someone thought about creating Hollywood. This is reality. Hollywood is based, like, all those fake movies are based on the true stories of our ancestors. Like, those things really happened. There were people that had enormous power, yet their name was not um, Captain America or, 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 or Thor, the king, or the god of thunder. Yeah, that was not their true names. But people who were flying in the air is not a foreign thing in the Jewish tradition, in the Israeli tradition. King David was able to fly. All the Levites, when they were carrying the holy tablets, the holy ark, they were flying. The ark was carrying them, and they were not carrying it. Stories of righteous people who crossed the world flying, making wonders and miracles is not a foreign thing. It's not something that is, is rare in our tradition. Now you're going to say, yeah, but I don't have a clue. You think that before King David learned how to fly, someone taught him? You think that his rabbi taught him to fly? No. King David cried his eyes out, and Hashem took him up in the air. That's what that happened. The Baal Shem Tov was getting onto his chariot, and he was flying from one village to the other, like riding tens on tens of miles in minutes. Do you think that his rabbi taught him how to do that? No. He had an urgent meeting. He had something he had to do in three minutes from now, 3,000 miles away, and there was no chance in the world that he won't make it in his own mind. And he broke the matrix. He broke it. No one broke it for him. No, listen, you're going to be the Baal Shem Tov, so I'm going to teach you now how you're going to skip the land, how you're going to jump 3,000 miles in a set. No. You're on your own. But no, look, it's 2023. So it can only be easier for us spoiled brats that we have everything we need to accomplish our goals. You can be inspired by a Star Wars series and to decide that, okay, the force is with me and I'm one with the force and the force is, is with me. Like, and that's it. And you go. Because you can suck inspiration from the walls, from plasma TV, from plasma screen. You can like from, from a plastic screen, you can pull out tons of inspiration. You know why it's, uh, it's, it's that way? Because Hashem's kindness and mercy are like already flooding the world that from your walls, the miracles are, are calling you. Grab me, hold me. That from your iPhone, you can like, you look at this dumb device and like, man, I can be like that. I can be like that. Like, and, and still... With all those wonders covered with technology, nah, I'm going to stay home today. I can't do it. I'm not able. My back, my legs, my sugar, 
my the hours i'm not sure i'm going to handle right the language you know the language barrier it's such a it's it's not easy you know like you're drowning yourself like go buy a gun shoot yourself in the head and finish with this miserable life like why to suffer for so long why do you want to kill yourself on daily basis kill yourself once and for all and that's it now they have another video. Rav Dror is telling his students to go kill themselves. You need to arrest him. Look what he's doing. Here is the video. You should take a gun and shoot yourself in the head. Rav Dror said it. Stupid jerks. Stupid cockroaches. Idiots. Idiots with no brain. Idiots with no brain. They're going to be judged. Do you know what's going to happen when they're going to stand to trial talking bad things about me? Oh, man. People will search for their eyeballs. Oh, man, where they've gone? Where are my eyes? Where's my tongue? People are going to go silent. People are going to go mute. Live on YouTube TV. People are going to go dying for help, for salvation for talking Lashonara about me. I'm such a good person. I care about you so much. I don't have anything bad to say about people. I love people so much. I want everyone to succeed so much. I'm risking and giving my life to people in so many ways, on daily basis, in ways and in, in in depth that it's so hard for people who are not doing so to understand. But the people that I helped them and that I was standing by their, by their side, they can testify what they received from me, but still they don't know where really it came from. Because for an example, if you get $1,000 from a person who has $1,000, you can say he gave me everything he had. It's amazing. If you get $1,000 from someone that has millions of dollars, you can say, look, he has much more, but I cannot argue. He gave me. He was generous. Like he was helping me. So thank you. It was, it was nice. But if you get $1,000 from someone that is broke, that doesn't have a penny, you need to appreciate that much, much more. So what did I give you? in all the years of my teachings, is life. I gave you sanity. I gave you purposes and reasons to live. I gave you motivation to wake up in the next day. This is something that I'm struggling with. I don't have that. And I'm still giving it to you on a daily basis. In each day, I'm giving you another reason to live while I'm searching for my own reasons to live, while I'm struggling in my own personal life carrying trailers on trailers on trailers of souls. When I'm making a video and that video goes viral and there are hundreds of thousands of people who are watching that video and listening to those talks of mine, I'm promising you that in a certain way that is deeper than a person can understand and relate to, I'm carrying all those people. When I'm meeting 3 million people in a video, 
in a certain aspect of my life, those three million people are adding up on my back and I'm carrying them. Not the, the, not the internet is carrying them. The spiritual aid and the spiritual support and the emotional support that I'm giving them is being drawn out for me somehow. And I'm being drawn out in such deep ways, like the depths of my teachings and like the amounts and the great numbers that we're reaching out to. And it's not my pain, but that's how much I carry. That's how much I wait. That's how much I'm able to carry and I'm able to do much more. And the evidence for that is that I never stop, thank God. And Hashem is so merciful and kind that He always, always, always pumping more gas into my tank and more wisdom into my mind and, and more sensitivity and more ability to reach to more people and more people and in new ways and to help them out. And for me to help you out and to help them out, I need to be in so many places in the same time. And it's not a simple thing at all. And you know what's the funny thing? That other people that are talking about me and saying bad things about me and also imagining to themselves that they're teaching Torah, they also have 3,000 views on their videos and they're going to say, yeah, I'm also teaching 3,000 people. No, you're lying to 3,000 people. You're going to be punished for twisting the path of 3,000 people, of taking people out of their track for years and years and years of you chasing your own honor and your own respect and your own desire for power. Back to the topic that is important and precious, that you will believe in yourselves and that you will count on your intuition and on your senses to be the person that you meant to be. Means that if you have a certain problem with your eating habits, you need to ask yourself why Hashem, you pulled me down to that place that I'm waking up at 4 a.m. starving like an, a wounded animal and, and I like I have to, to bite something like why? And if you're going to find the answer, what Hashem can do with you in that situation means what's the purpose for that darkness? Why Hashem put you in that embarrassing situation, in that weird position? If you will understand what Hashem wants from you, you will bring salvation in that darkness. You will illuminate the night and the night will become the brightest day. If you have an issue and the Yetzirah is breaking your spirit and revealing to you like your dark sides, your, your poverty, and is revealing to you deeper and deeper your weaknesses and your downfalls, 
you should know that you should ask yourself Hashem. Now, while I'm surviving, because I'm still not dead, there is something that I can do for you right now. And if I will do it, I will illuminate the darkness that I am at right now. And the night will shine as the brightest day. So I don't need to be afraid of the dark. I need to focus on how to illuminate the night. I need to just realize what can I do now to make that dark place shine. So let's say just for an example that you find yourself craving food at 4 a.m., tired, lost, confused, but woke up with your stomach screaming for chocolate and you hate this situation, you don't want to eat late at night, chocolate doesn't do good for you. After you eating that food in the middle of the night, you don't wake up so good in the mornings, whatever, it's hard for you to fall asleep again. Now, pause with your self-criticism and personal judgments and just ask yourself, Hashem, is there something good that I can do right now? Maybe if I will wash my hands with a cup, I will make netilat yadayim. And maybe before I eat, I will do a short itibodidut for all the people who are awake in these crazy lonely hours. Maybe if now I'm going to make some avodat Hashem, maybe I can read tikkun chatzot, maybe I can say the brachot on chocolate, with pure mind and the right intention, and I'm going to say the bracha with such intention, maybe some doors will open, maybe some bounty will come down to the world. Maybe if I'm so hungry, maybe it's a message from above that there are people who are, are hungry. Maybe I can pray for all the hungry people. Maybe if I found myself in this embarrassing situation, there are other people who are finding themselves now in this exact same time in different embarrassing situations. Maybe I can pray for them as well. Maybe there is a reason why Hashem woke me up from my American comfort bed to start praying. And maybe I should start. And then... You're going to invest 5, 10, 15 minutes on your individual prayer in the middle of the night, like King David in the desert of Judah. And you're going to do it in the desert of Arizona or in the desert of your exile. And you're going to open your heart and your mouth will reveal the godliness that is treasured within you. And then it's not another stupid night of breaking into your refrigerator or your candy drawer. It's going to be a night of individual prayer, of honesty, of tearing eyes on the ruins of the temple, on the public of Israel, on all the suffering people around the world. And suddenly you became one of the servants, one of the angels, one of the messengers, one of the points of light that are shining the world in the darkest hours. So just take one step or a few steps back from your stupidity 
and from falling into the trap of the evil inclination that is criticizing you as hell, as if you are meant to suffer under his torments and, 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 and negativity, as if you are his servant and his slave, and put an end to this craziness and say like, I'm not talking with you. I'm not here to hear your criticism. Like I'm not speaking with the devil. I'm not a devil worshiper. I'm not hearing negativity. I'm not listening to no lies. I'm a holy soul and I'm talking to my father. Please Hashem, build a temple. Please Hashem, save your children. Please Hashem, redeem the world. Like stop that stupid conversation with your killer in the middle of the night. There is a murderer that his ability to stab you depends in if you listen to him or not. When you're not talking to him, he cannot talk to you. When you're talking to Hashem, no one can approach you. Approach you. No one can touch you when you're with Hashem. When you're not with Hashem, because I'm so ugly, because I'm so stupid, because I already ruined my life, because I already wasted my best years, because I already lost so many opportunities. You put yourself agreeing with your capture, with your kidnapper, falling, pushing yourself into his bag and ask him to carry you. And he will gladly to lower places and trust him he knows of lower and lower and lower places. You don't know how low it can go. It can get way worse than it is. Even if it's the worst that you've ever been to, it can be worse. It can be way worse. But if you're going to put an end to that suffering, that mental torments, and start like saying, I don't give a damn about what you say about me. I'm here to pray to the master of the universe. And I'm like super busy. And instead of chasing and hating myself for eating a chocolate bar, like it's such a big deal. Oh, I ate some chocolate. How serious it was. Like five minutes ago, everyone were like, yeah, I'm also eating in the middle of the night. Guys, are you crazy? So what? So you're eating in the middle of the night. Like, wh where, where is the issue? Like, what's the problem? So, you, oh, oh, you ate. Oh, oh, at night. Oh, 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 now I see. Oh, oh, you ate chocolate. Oh, oh, now I see the, the problem. Yeah, the problem. Mm. Where is it? Where's the problem? that you ate a stupid chocolate bar in the middle of the night. Who cares? Screw it. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Oh, wonderful chocolate bar. Thank you, Hashem. Please, tomorrow I'm asking, begging, please, Hashem, I want to I want to desire apples, Hashem. I think that fruits are better for me. Please, Hashem, that tomorrow when you wake me up at four to do my bodhidut, let me eat something healthier. Please, Hashem, thank you. And thank you, by the way, for the chocolate. It was delicious. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Thank you forever. Move on. Move on from the stupidity and negativity and being so narrow-minded, creating troubles for yourself. Oh, I am so lousy. Oh, I ate. 
I did, oh, I did this, oh, I did that. So what? People made the journey back from Auschwitz. People made journey back from being addicted to hard drugs, to, 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 to heroin, to cocaine. People made their way out from being prostitutes. People built families after being a wreck, being total lost. People with, with no legs are running the marathons with, with, with metal, light, um, I don't know how you call it in English. Like people are doing those things. People are like, you have an Olympics for people who does not have hands and legs, like cripple people swimming, like uh, what? Flying jets with no arms, like what's going on? Power of the will, power of the dedication. You set a goal and you go for it and you stop whining and, and, and self-pitying yourself as if you're in such struggle. Oh, man, yeah. Stop with the nonsense. Go fight. How many shames and insultings and rebukes and difficulties a person can go through in one lifetime? Like, if I would write down the book of my life, you like it, it would be like novels on novels, like bookcases on bookcases. Uh, like, every day is like longer than, 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 uh, um, Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, the books series. Every day of my life, every day, so many conversations, so many people, so many talks, so many arguments, so many fights, so many struggles, so many like people with issues, with troubles. And I'm like coming down to this and to that and pulling that man out and that woman out and helping and rising and okay, let's go. And okay, let's start over and let's do it again. Like, man, you did it 5,000 times already. Yeah, but look, it's a person, but look, it's a soul. Let's assist him, let's help him. But what are you doing? But how are you doing? Yeah, but let's, well, okay. So again and again and over and over. You know why? Because it's people, because those are souls, because it's important, it's a purpose. What else you can do in life? So you woke up in the middle of the night craving a chocolate bar. So take two minutes and do it, but do it on the general public of the world. Say thank you, Hashem, for your, for your health, for your, the ability to digest food. You have people that cannot eat, that are being fed through their veins from bags. You're complaining to, for being stuck for one hour in the bathroom while you have people that are walking with bags and, and they're pooping into a bag. Say thank you for having the ability to sit on a toilet and, and flush the water. Say thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Oh, no, I wasted my time. You have time. You're not dead. You're not under the stone, under the rock. You're not dead already, you're alive. What are you complaining? I'm wasting my life. Stop wasting your life. So stand, say, say a little prayer for you. Pray, pray. Please Hashem, help me. Please Hashem, assist me. Please Hashem, support me. Please Hashem, give me. Please Hashem, I need. Please Hashem, give my friends. Please Hashem, 
help Rav Dror, please Hashem, help this friend of mine, please Hashem, help Am Yisrael. <laughs> Here, you did not waste a minute. Here, you had a very productive minute. Do you know how many words you can say in a minute? Minimum 60. Minimum 60 words. You, can, you know what you can say? How many lines you can say in 60 words? In 60 seconds? Do you know how many pairs? If I will talk in Hebrew for you, just like uh, English is not so fluent for me to, to pray. What's the problem? Please, Hashem, Anna Hashem, please help me do this, do that. Please, Hashem, we need this, we need that. Please, Hashem, for the benefit of all of Am Israel, for the whole wide world. Please, Hashem, give us, help us, save us, protect us. Please, Hashem, help me, help me to see the truth. Please, Hashem, we need yourself. Like you can talk forever. One minute. We Now, it was not even 30 seconds. You can request with no end. Dedicate your one minute to pray. And then dedicate, oh, I have another minute to pray. When you're going to get that skill, you're going to make wonders. All your day will be full of minutes that are dedicated for Hashem. That's what it's written on Avraham Avinu, that Avraham came with full days. Avraham Zaken Babayamim, he came all with full days. All his days were full. He was not watching TV, watching and watching, spending 57 minutes on, on Netflix, asking himself if to see that movie again, or maybe somewhere else on Netflix, he will find some movie to see. He's spending one hour looking for ways how to burn another two hours. So go to sleep for three hours and, and let's talk in three hours. It's going to be great again. Yofi. You want to ask something? What is your Netflix password? <laughs> What can I say? Excellent. Welcome. There are great movies, really. Not so much on Netflix, but there are great movies. Okay, yeah, no questions for tonight? Okay, great. It was nice seeing you. Thank you so much. Yes, David, I'm with you. Start with Hello, a kiss. Hello, my dear friend. What's going on? How are you? Ah, Rav, draw, you're appreciated. First Thank you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate myself as well, and I appreciate you as well. You should. Yeah, I really appreciate myself. Okay? I have no reason not to. Okay? I, I appreciate myself very much. Okay? I'm doing like so much. Okay? I'm so proud of myself. I'm happy. Like I would not replace... I'm doing so much good each day. Oh, like I wake up, I do good. I go to sleep while doing good. I'm doing good all the time. I'm doing good. I don't have time to sin. I don't have time for it. I like I literally I don't have time. And if I messed up here, I messed up there. What can I do? Like going on such a bumpy road. Oh, uh, not let nothing fall down like off your 
trailer. Like, yeah, no, things are falling. Super proud. Yes, David, you have a question? I do. <laughs> Please ask. Question is, it's a prepared question. So um, the, the question that I prepared was, I heard you say in one of your shiurim, not to look for a shiduch, not to look for just a good shiduch. Like, no, we're looking for our wife. Like, I'm looking for my wife. But you ask other people, some people say that there are seven soulmates and that there mm -hmm. are seven possibilities and this and that. So nice. I would like some uh, explanation on what you meant by that. Do you agree that there are seven? Do you think that there is only one? Uh, I, I rather not to answer your question. I will just tell you a story, okay? I will just, I, I will, I will, I will just, in general, I will tell you not to leave you without an answer and our other followers, because you might understand more than others, but in general, when you will be ready to get married and to do your job in a relationship, and, and I'm talking about like, serious understanding like when a person is hungry when a person is not hungry it can take him two hours to decide what to eat but when a person is hungry he doesn't have no second thoughts about what to eat what that is being served is eating okay rabbi um saba Schwarz, that was the way they called him saba Schwarz. He once was volunteering in a hospital. And while he walked in the corridor, he heard a girl, a woman, 17 years old, 18 years old, crying. She was with very, like she was, um, you say cripple? That's, that's a, a, it's a decent word, word to say. She was sure. crippled, barely able to walk, like standing in, in wonders. And she was crying to her mother in the, in the hospital room. Who gonna marry me? I don't know what I'm gonna do. He was 21 or 22 years old. He got into the room, approached her mother, didn't even look at her, approached her mother and told her, I'm gonna marry your daughter. He could not stand that woman's cry for not having a shiduch, thinking that she's not good enough. And then he looked at his future wife and told her, and I promise you that you're going to stand on your feet in your, on your wedding day. And she did. And they got married. And all their life, they were in love. And he supported her. And he loved her. And she loved him. And they had an amazing life together. You know why? Because she was a good soul. And he saw that. And he was a good soul looking for good. So it's a match. Now, if you look that your good soul gonna be 5.8 uh, feet tall and brunette with green eyes and chest and butt and nose that will be perfect, it, it might make things a bit more complex. But if you're really looking for a good soul and you're a good soul that is willing to give your heart to a good soul, 
and you're willing to accept a good heart from a good soul, it's very easy to find. It's like no. very easy to find. For sure, there are many good souls. My question is, is there one or are there There many? is no many good souls, Akhi. There is one soul that you should believe and understand that when you're getting married, it's your wife. If you decide that, that you're getting married with him, she's your wife. If she doesn't want to be your wife later on, there is nothing that you can do about it. You can walk away. She can walk away. We're not holding no one in force. Mm -hmm. But if you are there to give, and she is there to receive and to give, and you are also respecting her giving and receiving everything she wants to give you, then it's a match. But the problem is that people are not holding that place. People, they have preferences. They, they want other things. They want a lot of things. They want the woman to be attractive. They want the family to have some wealth. They want to join some business. They want her to agree to move to Eretz Israel. I don't know what. Again, it's, it's personal. If for you to move to Eretz Israel is, is a term, is, is a must, okay, so it's a must. So you need to find someone that will move with you to Eretz Israel. I'll tell you the truth. If you're going to find someone that doesn't want to move to Eretz Israel and you're going to be Prince Charming, she's going to move with you to Eretz Israel. Yeah, she will. It's all about the understanding. It's not, okay, now I need to get married with an ugly one. No, it's so stupid to think about that because that is the trap of the evil inclination that makes you judge people and thinking to yourself that you're able to say who is ugly and who is pretty, who is beautiful and who is not. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's, it, it, it does not exist in the world. It exists only in the world of lie. This kind of beauty is the beauty of lie. That is a lie that people saw models that people saw tv that people saw actors people are being attracted to 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 um to face uh, how, how you call that like those creams uh makeup make like yeah people are like attracted to makeup if you're attracted to makeup if a man is attracted to a woman with makeup because of her makeup he can sleep he can find himself with a man like he can find himself with men wearing makeup, like no problem. It's so, it's like, there is nothing more stupid than that. Like if, if, you, if you're attracted to a person because of the shape of his face, of their face, it's like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's totally false. Like why the Torah never told us what was the color of the eyes of, Adam or Eve or Sarah or Rivka or Rachel or Leah or Yocheved or Esther. Like we don't know anything about their shapes, not about their weight, not about their sizes, not about their heights. We know about their attributes. That's what we know. Who was generous? We know. Who was kind? We know. Who was praying a lot? We know. Who was opening their doors to, to people? We know. Who was like strict? We know. Who was like 
That we know. Midot, we know. Shapes and colors and sizes, no one ever bothered to tell us. Why? Because it has zero importance. You so want to find your soulmate? You need to find the person that will love you forever and that you will like so much that you will want to give her so much. Love is something that you built with the connection. You need to find a person that will adore you, that will love you, that will cherish any moment by your side. That's your wife. Who else can be your wife? Someone that is taller than her? Someone that is looking nicer than, like, someone that looks nicer than the person who will want to stand by your side forever? Like, I never saw something like that. That's the, the way I chose my wife. I love my wife with all my heart. The thing that broke into my heart, the arrow that striked into my heart was the realization that that person will give her life for me like no one else in the world. And until now, after 25 years together, I never saw a person that will give his life for me like she Never, ever, not my children, not my parents, not my siblings, not my students, not my followers, not women that wanted to be in touch with me, all this crap, nothing. No one ever can compete that woman's love for me. That's the answer. Oh, your wife looks good, love. Thank you, who is looking at that? I love that person. I love that person. She's the most beautiful person in the world. Like mountains can change it. You understand, Achi? You should love the person. And then you see only beauty. All day long, I see beauty in front of my eyes. Me, all day long, I see only beauty. She can talk to me all day long about how she looks and how she feels and how she... I know, whatever, women talks. Women talks. Me? I don't have anything to say, but thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to spend one minute with that amazing person. Really, I don't have anything else to say. Thank you for your question, David, and may Hashem grant you with answers to all your questions and salvation to all your needs and to all your loved ones and also for all the ones that you care about somehow. Um, may all your dreams, guys, will come true and the answer to your prayers will shortly come in great amen. ways and with great wonders and that there will be no lacking at your table ever. Amen. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. And then on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday. <laughs>